this is Terry McCarty, and uh, welcome again to Reviews and Otherwise. And uh, today will be a few words about the Hulu miniseries McCartney 321, which is a expanded. Uh, you could say to three hours uh, if you mash all the six segments together a uh, three-hour episode of, uh, of the classic album series which uh, some of you may be familiar from uh, VH1 or you know reruns you see from Amazon and uh, some of the for free uh, video channel apps and with classic albums they sit down most oftentimes with actual musicians who took part in front of the mixing board load up the master tape and uh, put the levers back and forth and they're able to isolate specific uh, vocal and uh, instrumental parts and when these shows are at their best you do get a pretty good idea of how uh, uh, classic rock albums were constructed uh, and sometimes uh, quite meticulously constructed. So, with the McCartney 321 series, uh, 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 McCartney and, and uh, Rick Rubin, who's the, I guess you could say, the enthusiastic uh, interviewer, they don't go into specific uh, Beatles or Wings or, or uh, McCartney solo albums. It's uh, pretty much uh, random tracks selected, and uh, most of them are ones uh, people are familiar with. And once in a while, there's a wild card or outlier, and the one that comes to immediate mind is uh, Check My Machine, which was recorded during the sessions for the uh, Proto-Electronica album, McCartney 2. And I believe originally Check My Machine was a B-side on the single for a Temporary Secretary. And also there's occasional looks at uh, influences on the Beatles and McCartney and uh, at one point Paul who's uh, never been shy in the past about talking about uh, avant-garde composers he's uh, liked like uh, Stockhausen mentions uh, uh, John Cage and then they cut to like a what looks like an early 60s uh, clip from the Gary Moore hosted uh, I've Got a Secret where you see Cage use various 
with like uh, household implements to, to do a, to do like a musical suite and you can hear the New York studio audience of that period kind of like uh, haha this is weird kind of uh, defensive uh, laughter and but it it's interesting that uh, uh, with uh, McCartney that he at least made note of John Cage for people uh, and I would think the vast majority of the audience to this day haven't uh, encountered him or 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 his uh, uh, classical or avant-garde uh, contributions and I guess what's interesting in is that it's uh, you know shot in a very burnished uh, digital black and white and uh, and since Paul's like 79 this year there's a certain amount of like uh, conscious uh, legacy securing to it uh, because back in 1997 he with the lyric, uh, I go back so far, I'm in front of me. That was in the song, The World Tonight, uh, on the album, uh, Flaming Pie, and almost a quarter century ago. And, and this is sort of a, by legacy securing, it's sort of like, uh, this is why the, this is why the Beatles were great. Uh, look, look at how uh, good a bass player I was. Uh, look how, uh, look how well constructed the songs are. Uh, kind of, uh, of sorts, uh, verbal mic drop. And uh, later this year, and this probably would go to a class of consumers uh, more rarefied is like a two-volume uh, in slipcase uh, book or uh, assortment of uh, song lyrics and and that that's interesting because the way he's marketing that is a I don't want to do my autobiography, although he he did sign off on that authorized biography in the 90s uh, with Barry Miles called Many Years From Now. But the the marketing hook for this is, uh, well, I don't want to uh, do an autobiography, but there's autobiography in, in a lot of the lyrics I wrote for the songs. So that, that should be interesting to see if there's any kind of contextual or contextual writing notes that uh, accompany the, the lyrics for the for the uh, songs that he's choosing to include and then in between 321 and the lyrics being published of course there's Peter Jackson's uh, 
uh, Get Back documentary, which is now six hours going to Disney Plus versus the original uh, uh, theatrical uh, film release that had been planned, which is kind of the irony is if you think back uh, to the Beatles anthology in the mid-90s is that that itself grew to a miniseries where, whereas it was like around 1980-ish, uh, I think before John uh, died, it was that Neil Aspinall had begun putting together a rough assembly for a uh, feature film uh, career-spanning documentary and at that time the working title was The Long and Winding Road but with the with the Get Back documentary of course we know that the mission statement is to uh, concentrate on you know the, the good days uh, of recording the uh, Get Back, which later became uh, Let It Be, and, and of course uh, avoid the arguments or discord uh, that uh, was in the Michael Lindsay Hawk uh, Let It Be documentary from 1970. So it'll be interesting in terms of with the Jackson film, if it'll be constructed on a basis similar to, to the Beatles anthology and you get fresh Paul and Ringo interviews and uh, any kind of archival footage they can find of uh, John and George, uh, especially from the, uh, I mean, ideally, if there was anything they said, uh, during the during the original filming that Jackson uh, can use that's you know has any kind of insight or or atmosphere value, but um, in in terms of McCartney three two one, given the parameters that was set, uh, it's it's not. Uh, great, uh, but it's it's good, uh, and uh, I mean I would hope at some point uh, it gets a little bit wider distribution than than uh, currently being on Hulu, but uh, especially for uh, younger people, just. Uh, Coming to the Beatles for the or or McCartney's post Beatles work uh, for the first time and are are curious as to uh, uh, why the why the songs still matter and how they were created. It's uh, very much uh, recommended, and the and the older fans. Uh, myself included uh, it's very uh, 
much more illuminating in some respects than uh, than I thought when I had first uh, heard about it being announced. And uh, anyway, it's been a good summer for uh, music documentaries between between this. Uh, Edgar Wright's uh, The Sparks Brothers and uh, Questlove's uh, Summer of Soul documentary. So, very much uh, all three are worth your viewing if, if you haven't uh, already. Because in, in the US, the Sparks Brothers is now like a premium video on demand rental for 20 and uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, uh, eventual Blu-ray release with uh, what I would assume that Edgar, uh, Ron and Russell will have a lot of extras uh, uh, and additional footage uh, for that so thanks uh, ever so much for listening to this and like what you've heard, please spread the word on your favorite form of social media, and I'll be back sometime next week with a new episode, and uh, anyway, wherever you are uh, listening to this day or night, uh, thank you ever so much. Uh, This is Terry McCarty, Reviews and Otherwise. See you next week.